0: Welcome to the Chasing Happiness podcast, where we explore the secrets to achieving a fulfilling and joyful life. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, insights, and inspiration you need to overcome obstacles and thrive in all areas of your life. Each week, we bring you interviews with thought leaders, experts, and everyday people who have found happiness in the face of adversity. We cover a wide range of topics, from personal development and entrepreneurship to health and wellness. So whether you're looking to achieve financial freedom, improve your relationships, or enhance your overall well-being. You'll find the guidance you need on the Chasing Happiness Podcast. Let's get to this week's episode. Hey guys, Ryan Ament from Chasing Happiness Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. It's Friday before Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys have a great time with your family and friends and enjoy some downtime. But also remember why we're celebrating it. It's for those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. So please, if you see a gold star family, please recognize them and speak about their son or daughter that has passed. That has served our country because that is that's very huge and it allows us to be free. Also this week, I had a guest lined up. I had a plate full of life and I canceled on the episode because i was in a pretty not so great space to get some stuff done that i was under the gun for and unfortunately this person rearranged their schedule and uh, really did everything they could to get on the show and i had to cancel because life got in the way so i apologized i'm very sorry that it happened that way and it's not how i would want it to be done to me. Cause that's been done to me multiple times. Life got in my way. I lost track of time. I dropped the ball. There's just so many things, but I'm, I'm sorry, you know, who I'm talking to and, and I hope I can get you back on the show and make things right for you. So I, I apologize. So guys this week truly want to talk about happiness and what's really going on in life. Business, and then just an overall: where am I at for a headspace? Mm-hmm. And life-wise is getting pretty chaotic. We've had some changes in our development in Evansville, which have been positive, and I'm trying to work out those details. I will share more of that once we work through the the final aspects of it. But a really cool thing that I'm doing is I'm talking to some private investors and they wanted to test the waters on some of the new builds and the rehabs that we have coming up. And we just did one rehab to try it out and see what happens. And 12 people reached out and said they were very interested and would want to fund, you know, the deal. So there's some great interest in our projects, our mission, and what we're trying to do. So that was very humbling but also very reassuring of all the hard work that I've been doing for the past 12 months of really focusing in on marketing, focusing on our message, and also being true to who we are and what we're trying to do in the communities that we serve. And that's just one front. The other front is I've been battling for 18 months, Maybe a little bit longer on the nonprofit side. And that nonprofit is named True Community. And the battle is I've submitted the application twice. And now, after a period of time, we've finally been assigned an agent to be reviewed this is all done through the IRS this is for a 501c3 entity and I'm being told now we're two to six weeks out of it being reviewed and then making a decision if they have any further questions they'll email us whatever the case is but that's been 18 plus months of waiting just to get to this point and now we're waiting for another two to six weeks and it's how much more can be put on the plate of waiting And it comes back to that old adage I've told you guys so many times of patience. The doors are going to open when they're going to open. But if you continue to knock on them, sooner or later they do open. And that's the whole goal is to be able to open that door for true community because now we have another funding source that will allow us to do financial literacy for potential new home buyers will also be able to start raising money for grants for down payment assistance. And then the other thing that I'm learning about, and, and this is just exploratory and, and at some point licensing will come in play, but becoming a loan originator for a nonprofit, a true 501 C three, you do not have to be licensed, which would make a a lot easier transition for us to start originating paper. But I want to make sure that everything is legit and go through that process and, and I'll get some guidance on that. But that's initially where I'm at for that. Those are all great positive things that are happening. And in life, I, I, personally, there's been a lot of struggle with, you know, being anxious. And anxious is anxiety because I'm worried about the future. I don't worry about the past. I can't change it. And I've said that a hundred times, but I am worried about the future and things are starting to line up to where my anxiousness is coming back around and starting to minimize a little bit. And the, the aspects that I'm starting to see in my life personally and professionally are starting to change for the positive with my mindset shift of not being anxious, but also being focused on abundance and really going after the things that make me happy. Or, and I'm passionate about loan originations is one building homes for longtime renters, military veterans, or active duties, civil servants. Those are all near and dear to my heart. And those are the people that we're going to attract into our developments. And then I'm really starting to look at, can we find existing boring businesses that we can buy, that we can integrate into what we're doing to make our services even more robust, but also better for our customers so they have one place to go to get things done. And, side hustling. There's a lot of side hustles that I look at and things to do that I want to continue to do because I enjoy them. But life for the last 12 months, I would probably say has been the most difficult, even though I've been on this journey for five plus years. The last 12 months have been the most difficult just from the standpoint of not knowing what the end results were going to be. And, and I didn't know if my efforts were going to pay off and be able to make a difference in what we're doing, how we're doing it. Because I truly get joy from helping others and impacting others and making a change in their lives. And that's through housing. And if we can actually do that on a grander scale that is just so much i'm sorry but in the background my dog is deciding that he's going to start digging in my carpet and so this will this will play out but god this this, guys this is just this is just part of my life this is my daily life of you know what i do it's real it's it's uh it's part of the journey but the grander scale of being able to impact more and change the way we do things is where I've always wanted to be. Because ultimately, once, once true community gets approved and we're able to make a, a change in how we do things, our goal is to impact 100,000 families through true community. And whether that's first time home buyers or down payment assistance or helping them with financial literacy, or maybe even loans, maybe a mortgage, I don't know, but there's so much there to unpack. It's just all coming at once. And that's life is being thrown at me. I'm excited. Am I nervous? Yes. But that means I'm in the right space. That means I'm on the right path because I'm nervous. And and I want to dig into that just a little bit more. Guys, when you're nervous about something, that means you need to go do it because ultimately that's where you're supposed to be and where you're trying to go. If you're not pushing yourself to be able to change the way you do things, then you're just going to continue to stay in that same position that you're in life and how can you actually change or improve yourself or go after your passions? If you don't actually push yourself to another level, get off the couch, stop eating your bonbons and go do something. Failure is part of the path to success. All the failures that I've had along this journey have taught me lessons And those lessons have now turned into action because now I can actually do things that I never thought I could actually accomplish before. And in the end, that's where we want to be. We want to be somewhere where we're uncomfortable making decisions. And learning from the decisions, whether they're right or wrong, can they be a failure? Yes, it could hurt. It could be financial. It could be emotional. It could be mental. There's so many things that go into it. But if you don't actually take those leaps and actually find another space to be in, how can you actually grow as a human being and be able to effectively Move your life to that space that you've always dreamed of. If you're not willing to put in the time, effort, painstaking process, there's really not much you are going to accomplish in life. And guys, I'm just being straight up honest because that's where my headspace is at today. If I'm not willing to put it on the line and be able to make it happen – That I'm not willing to be able to grow and and change how I live life. But that doesn't mean I just go put it on the line recklessly. You have to be able to put things in place and make sure that you're boxing things up. But you also, on the other side of that, can't overanalyze everything. And then think that it's going to be okay. Your analysis by paralysis. It doesn't work. There's quite a bit of people that struggle with that. And I know somebody near and dear, you know, to me, that's, that's all he does. Everything's an analysis. Everything is an analysis and nothing ever gets done. It's always talk, but nothing gets done. And he wonders why things don't change in his life because he hasn't put the effort into, to get uncomfortable and actually just do those steps. You fail. Okay. Have a little pity party, figure out when, what went wrong and move forward. But if you don't actually take the risks and actually step out of that comfort zone, out of that box, whatever you want to call it, nothing changes in our life. And that's personally, professionally, both. And as I, I end there, I transition to one of the things that I'm trying to do. And, guys, you I think I've talked about it. I'm not sure. But for the longest time, I've had an Android phone. I'm I'm a Mac user. I've got a MacBook Pro and I've got an iMac. But I've been hesitant to going back to an iPhone. And a couple of weeks ago, I decided after a, a great deal that I could actually get From my provider, I decided that I was going to go back to an iPhone and it's been two weeks of struggle. Say it out loud, struggle. I'm struggling with it, but there's some great things that I'm liking about it and the do not disturb or the focus is really helping me where I'm not getting notified with all the emails and the text messages and all the BS that comes along with it. But the other thing, and, and it's I know it's very simple, guys, and for you guys that have been on it forever, airdrop is like the best thing since sliced bread for me. And just for the simple fact, I can airdrop my short videos for reels, for my shorts on YouTube and so forth, from my, Mac, my, excuse me, my MacBook Pro to my iPhone is game-changing. And then as I help my dad with his watches and getting them listed on eBay and taking pictures and, excuse me, airdropping it, it makes a huge difference too. But the one thing that I want to go back to is the focus, being present and understanding with whatever aspect of your life that you're working on, whether you're present for your family, your wife, your kids, your job, your business your deal that you're working on. You've got to be present for that moment, for whatever you're trying to accomplish. If you aren't, if you are not, excuse my English is off today, more coffee, then how are you going to be able to make that person feel like you are present? One, two, how are you going to solve whatever is being brought up at that time? And three, How are you going to continue to implement being scatterbrained all day long and then coming back to the end of the day and saying, crap, I didn't, I didn't accomplish anything. And that's truly where it goes is you don't accomplish anything. You're running around with 500 tasks because you want to do all these things, but you only accomplish one or two things in the day. Being present and how I set that up every single day, guys, is I have 30 to 45 minutes of quiet time. I read a devotional that gives me some inspiration. I then write down my small, I call them my daily small steps, my daily baby steps of financial purpose. There's typically five to six things that I try to accomplish every single day. They're different, but they're things that I want to accomplish. And then I have a daily idea. If I have an idea that comes to me during this time, I write down the daily idea and then I try to flush it out. And then I have a visionary piece of this. And this is just on a small piece of paper. It could be on a flashcard, whatever you want to use. Then I have a vision of what I'm trying to accomplish big picture, what I'm going to give back if once I accomplish that, and then by what date. So there's a very specific ask, there's goals that need to be attained, and there's a deadline for it. And that truly keeps me honest. But that has helped me get centered in what I'm trying to do daily in my life, personally, professionally, both. But the one thing I know if you guys don't change is being scatterbrained with a phone. The phone is a dictator right now. And that phone is just a huge mess. I'm even thinking about taking social media off it because I don't really use social media other than for my businesses and my podcasts. I want to be hyper-focused on the things I'm trying to accomplish today and get those things done. I do not like hearing my notifications going off all day long. I'm just like you. I probably get two to 300 emails a day. I don't know how many text messages. I'm not going to sit there and count them but at the end of the day if i'm not focused on what needs to get done i will not accomplish anything i will not move my life forward and there will be issues and those issues will fall squarely on my shoulders and that's not where i want to be i want to be somewhere in a i call it a peaceful mindset but also an abundance mindset if i'm overwhelmed All I'm doing is worrying about what's going to happen next. If I'm at peace with my mindset and it sees abundance and it knows what needs to get done, I am so much more productive on a daily basis. I was talking to a good friend, Jerry McNamara, who's been on this podcast yesterday, and he told me, he keeps, his, he, keeps on, he keeps everything on Do Not Disturb all day long while he's at work. So he's hyper-focused, ready to go, and he's doing what needs to be done. Different points during the day, he'll go take a look at stuff. If anything needs immediate attention, he takes care of it. People that are important to him come, can come through on a, a phone call. But text messages, when we were chatting, in the amount of time, he got 15 or 20 text messages. And you wonder why we can't get anything done because we're always so eager to answer a text message. Oh my God, we're driving and we have to answer a text message, but we rather do that than be safe drivers and then end up killing somebody, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Text message can wait. Your life cannot because when you get in that car accident and you kill somebody, your life is now just changed for the worst. And I don't get that concept, why you have to sit there and text message while you're driving. They can wait. And we have to get into a mindset is we have to be focused on the things that are in front of us to get things done. And that'll get me to this last piece, guys. It's Memorial Day weekend. We're all going to go out and about. Be focused. Be safe on what you're doing. So if you're driving, don't sit there and text message people while you're driving. and You got your whole family in there. You're risking your family's lives. That's not where we need to be. We truly need to be focused on what we're doing, how we're doing it, and when we're doing it. And be grateful for the lives we have and we know that we can make a change in our life in our lives excuse me if we put the time effort energy being consistent and persistent things change and if you don't do those things your life stays the same so if it's not so hot there's no one else to blame other than yourself and i've been there guys i understand that So I leave you with this, happy Memorial Day weekend, focus on what's in front of you, be present, and make the changes in your life that you're looking to have because time is your most valuable resource and asset and you don't get to do a do-over. You get to learn, but you don't get a do-over. So it's time to take action today. Have a good weekend, guys. I'll see you guys on the other side.